0: welcome back to the beautiful blessed black queen podcast i'm your host almighty queen cc and i'm coming back at you with another session thank you for tuning in to session nine and today's session will be about the culture (laughs) stay tuned Again, you guys, thank you for tuning back in to the Beautiful Blessed Black Queen podcast. I am your beautiful, lovely, gracious host, Almighty Queen CC. And today's session, I'm just going to jump right into it with the book of the week. And this book is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I just want to tell you about who wrote it. The person who wrote it's name is Stephen Covey. Covey, Stephen with a S-T-E-P-H-E-N. And one of the first tips that I'm gathering out of this book, again, I just started this book, Um, believe I'm like 20% in, but I'm gonna have it done sooner um, than later, and is to be proactive and within a different sense. Like uh, we have to take responsibility for our whole day. Right, Like you won't be able to control your outside environment. And I always tell my sisters this, like um, people can't, they can do their actions, but they do not have any control over your reaction. Like you have all the control over your reaction. And when you can gain control of your reactions on an infinite level, meaning like when life gets you down, uh, breakups, makeups, jobs, all those things in between. Um, life has life is a roller coaster and you can't necessarily control the outside environment, but you always have choice in how you're gonna process it. And being proactive, meaning you take responsibility of your day. What is it that I can do to make it better? If you search for that, you will be more effective. And that's one that's one of the seven things of being a, seven habits to implement to become a more highly effective person. And I actually really enjoy this book. Honestly, I am more than 20% of the way through because I listen to it before I go to sleep. It's like the last thing I listen to. But I like to actually visually look at the book too and read along. It kind of helps me. I don't know, it's my process. So be it. <laughs> and um, so I actually fall asleep to it. And when I woke up, It sounds like 39 or 40 something percent of the way. But I go back because I want to make sure I understand. So that is the book of the week. And then let's dive in with the quote of the day, you guys. And today's quote is the difference between a flower and a weed is a judgment. How many people have told you we need to snatch these weeds up out the yard? They're going to ruin the grass, blah, blah. Technically, that weed is a part of nature and i'm sure it's probably whatever is in it can kill whatever is nearby but so can a lot of things you know fertilizers whatever like certain things are just too strong for certain environments you know but that weed is just as much a flower you know it's a plant it's a gift from the planet it's a gift from god the universe however you see fit but it's it's life and it grows on its own it's not necessarily a quote-unquote weed, a disturbance, something that should not be there. It belongs perfectly where it is. It may, you may not like it, but it may be its home. The difference between a weed and a flower is a judgment. And just keep that in mind, you guys. And then just stay tuned. Hold on to that. And then we're going to really dive in to this week's session, okay? All right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you guys let's talk about it let's talk about the Soul Train Awards that just previously aired not too long ago and I just wanted to touch on the favorite things that I loved about it you guys like I didn't catch the whole show but I definitely tuned into some of my favorite favorite people like Summer Walker as y'all know (laughs) Ari Lennox you my love but we cannot we cannot forget to give love and light to the beautiful beautiful gorgeous lovely landmark uh legendary Tashina Arnold and Tisha Campbell (laughs) Pam and Gina (laughs) you know like they did such a great job I love seeing them host the Soul Train Awards I literally clicked their clip first I believe to even watch I feel like People need to give these women they flowers like they they they've been here the whole time for me and my parents. You know what I mean? Nonstop laughter. And I appreciate these queens so much that they were able to like not only perform, but they did skits while they were performing. And honestly, I feel like only those two can do it. Did you know that these two have been best friends since best friends was best friends? Like these two known each other before they was famous. They them type best friends and they are living the dream. Whatever age they are, they look great and they're doing the damn thing. And I'm proud of them. And we can only hope to have that type of longevity in whatever career we have that we can still make people smile and do our part in whatever our gift is, you know? Um, But to touch on a couple things that I just want to touch on, and first things first, Summer Walker, she won Best New Artist for her album, Over It, but just still overall just like, just Best New Artist, I'm sure it's not just her album, Over It, but like just overall from Girls Need Love to the song over it to playing games to anime like oh i love anime (laughs) i love anime i love nobody else i love i think i went on a rant about this i just saw that whole album when you can play it from beginning to end i quote she said and i repeat you can't play that from beginning to end because i definitely do at least every other day i at least play her songs right my sister loves her. All my sisters love her. She is loved. She's loved by all of us, you know? And I just sent her love and light and congratulations to her for winning Best New Artist. Um, I just want to say again, let that girl live. And you're not in her shoes. And just keep it going, Summer. Do your damn thing. Don't worry about these people, all right? Keep it moving. And then I just want to talk about Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, she was nominated for three awards. The Best R&B Soul Female Artist Best Collaboration Performance and Album mixtape of the Year and I guess his criti- critically acclaimed debut album Shea Butter Baby and I just want to send her love and light because regardless of her may not winning I just want to say you was nominated and that is special that people even recognize you and you deserve all the love and praise and even more and I just want to say you are phenomenal. My daughter loves her music. Like, I didn't even know she knew Shea Butter Baby. It threw me off because I was singing in the kitchen and she, pillow. What? What? Where are you coming from? No, nobody's messing up your pillow, little girl. (laughs) Little lady. But. You're a phenomenal queen. And I think that's crazy to have even three nominations. Like your excellence is being shown. You, your light is still shining bright and it will never be dimmed by nobody, baby. Nobody shade butter, baby. (laughs) Oh, I just want to send love and light. And then I love that Ari and Summer are bonding through this whole process of them upcoming in this industry um freshman or sophomore I believe and I just think it's a super dope thing to see black women live their dream that's just so dope and she looked phenomenal in her Mo dress just snaps and claps snaps and claps for, for you alright <laughs> um alright you guys and then I kind of want to touch on the Tory Lanez thing you know um this has nothing to do with the Soul Train Wars anymore. We're moving forward. But Soul... So, Tory Lanez, he recently had a pull-up, right? And he... The pull-up is focused on his mixtape, chick, tape, chick Tapes 5, you guys. Chick Tapes 5, right? And I'm actually going to do a whole review on that one or reaction, reaction review, whatever. I'm going to do that of me just sitting, listening to his whole album from beginning to end because I'm going to actually give a very valued or valuable um listen you know or read or whatever like I feel like you have to before you speak on someone's art you must listen to it <laughs> and I want to make sure I listen to it in depth before I say something about it and I only speak positivity so if I don't like something I just won't talk about it you know, I'm not here to tear nobody down. We're only here to uplift queens and kings and beautiful, blessed black queens and beautiful, blessed black kings, especially. But to uplift all, you know, root for everybody black like Issa Rae said. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to see my people to see themselves in a better light paint. They're rewriting history right now in such a crazy way, in such a fast way. And I just appreciate it all from all parts and especially with the music they're they're all making strides like how much like not even just necessarily your money but the accolades like getting your flowers while you're here because a lot of people didn't get them when they deserve so I appreciate that some people may feel like they need more flowers and you may do need more flowers but I'm just so happy that we're giving out flowers now and while they deserve them so I'm giving you all flowers flowers of summer hella flowers already Hello flowers to Summer. Hello flowers to all the women. Her, Queen Niza, all you guys. You guys all deserve that. Flowers to Yalata Adams. Flowers to everybody. Wale, Earth Gang. Everybody. Everybody. Um, I'm so sorry, beautiful, you performed with Earth Gang. But um, I think... It, what was her name? What was her name? I'm so sorry. But you know who you are. And I send love and light to you. I apologize. Um, I'm just going off the top of my dome. Um... Let's see. And then, so Tori Lane's on the pull up, right? I did watch the pull up. And because I love Joe Budden, the podcast, and just Rory all overall, like you guys are part of my cooking. Like when I cook, I listen to y'all. So just know if my meals come up fire because the conversation had me in there. <laughs> um, but Tori said a quote unquote controversial line. I personally don't find it all that controversial, but I quote, you want me to buy? Well, I can't quote, but basically he's saying y'all want him to buy or females expect him to buy them things, but he would respond with sure. You can't get that yourself. I thought she was up. I quote. Yeah. He said that sure you can't get that yourself. I thought she was up, you know, and here's the thing um i believe in that you know you should not expect someone to do something for you that you won't even do for yourself you know show yourself the love first you have like if you don't love your like not necessarily love yourself but if you can't do something for yourself why would you expect somebody else to be able to do that for you if they came and see you do it like that's not a part of your everyday how you supposed to keep up that quote-unquote lifestyle and like all the extra stuff he said after that um uh, I'm not going to say I necessarily agree with all that because love is love. You never know. People come up, people go down, people reach up, people reach down, but everybody is a person and deserves love across the board. So you never know, but there's, even if, say if you're not in that position to get those things for yourself and you so happen to have a person, male or female who will get those things for you grateful. That's awesome. Be glad, but nobody has to you know it's not you, you don't need to it's not a requirement to be loved on in such a way that person is supposed to buy you $1,200 purses or $1,500 slides that you know for a fact that you came for the vacation or the beach to walk in you know where you over these $1,500 slides to like down your hall and that's not to talk down on anybody I'm just saying like being reasonable like me I'm a single mom and life is getting better day by day. But at the same time right now, it's not reasonable to go buy $1,500 slides or $1,200 purse. That's a that's few months rent. We, we can use that. That's paying rent ahead. You know, like you don't need those things. Ask for other things, ladies. Ask, if you want to ask for something and you and you feel, you just feel people are going to do that for you then I would ask for things that will go towards longevity of your love of your livelihood just be smart about it okay so moving forward and I just want to talk about Janae Aiko and um her sh- her song none of your concern and I just found out recently that she uh she actually I thought she was doing this and I think it's such a dope thing so like you guys know I'm a certified massage therapist so I love listening to instrumentals. I actually prefer instrumentals over like songs with words. I've just been doing it for so long. It allows me to think. Sometimes the words get in the way in my head because you're trying to listen to the story. But your thoughts are already going. Well, my thoughts are already going like a thousand miles per hour. So she actually includes um, singing bowls in her music now, or at least trying to, uh, she says, um, to implement those into her music because certain frequencies um resonate with certain chakras in the body which is so facts and um because I love sleeping to um chakra balancing or just different meditation music to go to sleep it just provides peace in my spirit in my heart y'all it does something to me even my mom listens to binaural beats before she goes to bed you know it's just something about Frequencies where our creatures of vibration. That's a whole another conversation for another day. But um, but yeah, so in the song None of Your concern you can actually hear that in the background. And I think that's so dope that she's making healing music. None of your concern is a very diary like song. Um, a lot of people are just drawing like this main point out of there, but honestly, I don't even want to speak on that because To me, I feel like that song was so much deeper than uh, Big Sean's quote, which was at the very end of the song. And it was a great song, though. And I feel like Janae puts her heart out there. And I appreciate that because I love listening to her music. It definitely resonates with me. And um, I just wish her love and light sent her flowers. And I think she did a great job on this record. Um, A lot of women definitely picked it up. Of course, it flew after they heard what they heard. But um, I just think you guys should listen to it for other reasons, too. Like knowing that she has been adding in this healing music. It might seem light to some, but knowing that that's in there, that's a powerful thing for a person to do especially um, at the level she's at in regards to music. A lot of people don't have to do that. So when you do that, and you're really trying to actually heal people through music, like you can listen to music for free. So like knowing that there's music out there to heal you internally. And one of my favorite artists is doing that. Steps in class, steps and claps for you, Janae. Go off, queen. You did that, beautiful, blessed. Everything queen because <laughs> she a little bit everything. I just watched her on what's it called? Food from scratch or from scratch or whatever. And she was um she was actually talking about that when she was implementing singing bowl music to her mom and stuff like that, and I think it's just so dope, it's just so dope, all right, you guys. And let's talk about this red table talk, all right, you guys. Like i had binge watched red table talk today not not for you guys but for myself and on the red table talk i watched a few episodes that really touched me and i just want to speak on just a few key points from them you know um first off i watched the jimmy Moore one she brought her two daughters with her and one thing i really got out of that one was being vulnerable as a mother with your children and um They're speaking about how they would hide their pain from their children because innately you don't want your kids to see you sad but at the same time when your kids don't see how you do process pain they go through it by themselves and even willow said that like her mom didn't necessarily it's not that necessarily that she didn't want to participate in the tears but it was like go do that over there and I can sometimes kind of understand that because my mom, she's not necessarily like push you off to the side or but my mom is very solution. Okay. That happened, but what we want to do next. And I feel like that's what made me and my sister so strong and independent, but, um, still when you don't see that process of how do you deal with things like, um, and I'm just speaking from their point of view, um, like. You do feel lost as a woman. You don't know how to express your emotions and who to express it to. And then you go run and try to pour into men, right? So I thought it was very valuable conversation to touch on being vulnerable with your children and allowing them to not necessarily need to know every facet of your issues, but allowing them how to process pain. What is pain? Uh, What you're going through? What do these tears mean? And everything in between. I just thought that was so powerful to be vulnerable with your children because that's not preached. that's not coached. like you're told to keep it to yourself you know and i just think that if you're able to be vulnerable with your kids then you'll be more vulnerable with yourself cuz you're being up yourself you expect you feel like it's wrong to not sh- like you should not be feeling what you're feeling no one should be experiencing pain but life is life you're going to feel ups and downs regardless but You need to be able to communicate to your children. What is that? Because it's going to come. How do you deal with that? You know, and sometimes it may not come because some people get lucky. They don't deal with nothing, you know? I feel like personally we live in a lifetime where we deal with so much pain and trauma on an extreme basis like a 100 years ago because because we have internet now. We're exposed to so many things and like the average person may have only dealt with like two tragedies major tragedies like their whole life like 100 150 years ago for real for real like um and I'm and I'm sure like I'm just saying um and I'm not trying to get like historical about it because that's a whole nother conversation but just overall most people then just have to hear so much pain and deal with so much trauma or just so much anxiety or just social constructs like this is if if life was a grid it was probably like a four by four before now it's a damn 112 by 112 like it's so much it's so much it's just so much you guys and I just wanted to say about there was this other um there's this other episode I watched about Tommy Davidson you know and I don't know if a lot of you guys know who Tommy Davidson is but Tommy Davidson he was from In Living Color he played on the movie Woo he's he's been in Booty Call like he like he's he's hilarious I'm sure he doesn't more but those are just the things I've seen him in and he always made me laugh but his story you guys was he he was found outside under a tire in trash in a coma as a baby and that that's crazy and he was found by a woman and she adopted him And she had two children of her own and one of her kids were born within the same month as he. And they raised this little girl and this man, I mean, little boy together as if they were twins. And to this day, they still call each other twins. And he he was adopted by a white family and I get, and this woman moved all the way to Washington, D.C. when he got older, just so he can have this black experience. It didn't pan out the way they thought. But the fact that she cared enough to expose him to allow him to know who not necessarily allow him, but show him, show him and to take the initiative to know that he needs to see his black experience, quote unquote, or know who who is he really and where does he actually come from, what people he Is derived from, you know, and he turned his life around. I I don't want to tell his story because he can only tell it best. You need to tune in to Red Table Talk because I feel like some stories just need to be told by the voice of that person, and his story is something kind of powerful. But next, you guys, let's talk about the TI is coming to the Red Table Talk and he's coming to talk about all this conversation. controversy around him and his daughter and I guess it's about her lady and just you know her hymen and I guess him being a father and overall and I'm just gonna say like to me he's a parent everybody parents differently and I feel like if you're an active parent you're an active father in your daughter's life and y'all built y'all built that rapport with each other is nobody else's business That. Like, he has to ensure her health and safety and everything in between and as long as he's doing right by his children and he's actually actively in his children's lives from beginning to now like don't nobody have space to say anything about how he does anything like let it be let it fly like that ain't your child that ain't your that's not your hymen <laughs> like he played parts in producing that child. That She's half of him. He has every right. He has at least half the rights to say something about her, you know, in regards to her health and safety, mind y'all business, move on forward. And that being said, I just want to talk about this video that's been flowing around. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get used to like these like little transitions or whatever. Let me talk about. Let me talk about. Let me talk about. Like, bear with me, but we're going to get through this, you guys. But um, there's recently... There's been, like, um, a few things floating through social media lately. And the number one thing that I've been seeing everywhere is um, Derek Jackson's response to um, this father talking about what a man should do. And he said that a man should not necessarily... He he even said that he's not speaking on the pedestal, but he said his wife never had to pay a bill since they've been together. He said that he take care of the mortgage, he take care of her, he take care of the kids, they ain't never need for nothing, they always been taken care of, he hold his whole family down, because he said that's what a man should, now a lot of people feel like, that's not okay, we live in a new era, it's 50-50, blah, blah, blah. and Derek Jackson and I share a very similar sentiment, or what's it called, very similar sentiment, and um, basically, I I'm raised in a family who kind of has that belief. Now, does it go, how, does it fall through that way? Because people be choosing, you know, people present themselves in a way, but then they really aren't that person. But my family, the old heads, my father, my mother was a housewife for 10 years. And my grandfather definitely took care of my um, grandmother and children as well. And their kids and they have 10 kids. So I'm just saying, like, I, my family is part of that kind of traditional mindset that a man should take care of home, period, across board. It's not even a question. And we live in an era right now with men feeling like uh, the bare minimum is acceptable. And I feel like here's why I feel I feel like because there's a lot of fatherless daughters out there because of the way um, things panned out within the last few decades with mass incarceration, there's a lot of fathers, daughters, and fatherless daughters, and not just with the mass incarceration, but just people being um, deadbeats in general. That there's no one to hold men accountable when they come to their children, their daughters, and um, you, like the usual or the traditional way. Which to me, I don't see how that was traditional. I just think that was just expected. Like that's just the right thing to do is to present yourself to that woman's father and to show who you are and what is it you plan to do because you can't even walk out that door unless you had a plan for her in the future like oh I like her so I just want to take her out to eat tonight oh do you okay take her out to eat where okay and what car okay okay hmm and she's paying or you paying like all those things like you come prepared do you work do you do basically bad boys the front door you look 30 nigga <laughs> like you know like the whole rundown like it's not supposed to be easy but imagine that exact scene bad boys Will Smith and, and Mark Lawrence and when that boy came to the front door to take his daughter out on like prom or whatever date like not saying coming with that pressure but you were to be on your you know what I'm saying and now people don't have to a lot of men don't feel like they have to be because who's calling them accountable because I just saw the other day on Steve Harvey this girl she was talking about how she, men would not approach her because they're intimidated by her father because they see him in her pictures or videos and he they're like I can't mess with you because your daddy's soul. and they had him stand up in the crowd and this man was built. He's an ex-NFL player and he is still built like a bodybuilder, but like an old school one, like all the weight is up in his arms and shoulders. Like he he's he can move, you know, type thing. And Steve was like, that's your problem right there. But it's a good problem to have because people know that he's going to hold them men accountable. Men don't feel like they need to meet people's fathers or have to meet people's mothers or whatever because they don't want to feel held accountable to how they're about to treat their child because they just plan to do whatever they feel like and I feel like men paying all the bills and and everything between I think that's correct like what why why like this woman's about to give you so much she's about to like women poor and men a different way and I'm not speaking for all women because is like women are not a monolith, just like black people are not a monolith, just like everybody's not a monolith. Everybody's their own person. But overall, women are nurturers as a given. And, and not to say that men is just to Only job in the world is to give all their money. But if you're building something, that man is getting something out of that relationship as well. It's, it's not a give and take. It's a give and receive. Like you both are giving to receive from each other. You know, just positive black love, y'all. Come on. Or just love in general. Don't even be black. Just I feel like people know what they want, but scared to ask for it. And you need to know what you want in life. No, Like no one's going to give you what you want if you don't be clear about it. If you just accept anything, then you're going to end up with one of these people who feel like we live in a new era. We go 50 50. You might as well be roommates. I'm just saying, like, we're not going 50 50. That's just dead. We might as well be roommates. I could go find personal person on Craigslist. Get the fuck out of my face, period. <laughs> like, and oh, and then, great example. Beautiful, blessed black couple. I love them. I love them. Dana Chanel and her husband, Prince Donnell. You can find them on YouTube. Instagram everything they those two together have their own tax company and I'm not in any way shape or form sponsored by them but I just want to shine a light on what black love can do like I don't know how they do their finances or anything but all of them are successful in their own way and she poured into him and he received and he poured into her and they just kept pouring and pouring and pouring and now they have the The largest, fastest growing tax business in America, owned by a young black couple under 25. I believe they under 25. And I think they got over 400 offices. Look at me. I'm just going because I watched a story and I plan to work with them one day. I'm coming. I'm coming. And I'm like, I think it's just something so dope, something so powerful to see what love can do when you truly pour into each other and you share a common goal. And I feel like that old head with Derek Jackson video that I saw him react to. I'm sure him his wife pour into each other in their own way that's so beautiful that he does not mind to take care and hold down the family because she may do something on a whole crazy other level that money just can't do you know and I just think people should value their love love is not supposed to just be given away for the free it's earned you guys and how is it earned by starting with pure like pure honest action gestures you know on both parts when you when you start off clean and you show each other how you're going to be here from the jump it will build and it will build and it will unfold into a beautiful flower you know and then like Ooh, just gives me chills i love black love i love black love and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna shine light on a beautiful blessed black queen for this week last week i did three queens but this one we only need one queen for this one y'all just one and i love 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 love, love. nikki minaj nikki minaj beautiful blessed black queen trinidadian queen like, beautiful queen, like, she, she's amazing, I love her music, I've been listening to her music since middle school, y'all, like, I, like, I just feel like, uh, I can't deny the impact she has on me, like, just music in general, what I listen to, what I like, how I dance, and, like, everything, 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 like, she just brings a certain energy that is just, you can't even, you can't even mess with her, so, Nicki Minaj, today or sometime this week she has broken a new record she is the first artist to go number one on every billboard chart that's latin r&b hip-hop everything 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 she has gone number one on every billboard chart and not and she's the first artist to do that not first woman first artist and i think that That's historical. She did it all. Like she believed in herself so much. She went from, what, Queens, you know, rapping on the street on videos, making her homemade videos. I say homemade because, you know, she did it herself, DIY, you know, do it yourself. And she did that. And I'm just so happy to see what it looks like when you really stick to it and what it can really look like when you you stay focused and she is Amazing, just amazing. I I think that everyone should just give Nicki Minaj her flowers, and push forward, and just send her love and light. You know, like you're a queen and you deserve every title, every accolade. Keep it pushing. Don't focus on no negativity and just you know. She says she's retiring from music. Well, I got plenty of music to listen to, baby. I'm completely content and fine. Go live your best life. You did it for me. And I just want to wish you all a beautiful week. I love you all. I'ma say, I'ma see you next week, my beautiful, blessed black queen, kings, and everybody in between. How am I? And remember to subscribe, follow, find me at Almighty Queen CC on everything.